As a social worker, you can become an advocate for those who can't. Earn your master's in social work degree online to learn strategies to connect diverse populations with the critical resources they need to improve their well-being, whether it's in a hospital, community service agency, or another setting. What do you think making a difference as a social worker looks like? GCU offers over 250 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome to the Coco Express Show Network. And your host for tonight is me, Aurelia. I am so happy to be with you, and I hope that you've been enjoying your summer. This weather has been something to really think about. And I have spent the majority of my time indoors, and with very limited access outside, just doing the things that I need to do. And I have to tell you, I have missed being with you guys um, and, and gals on the radio, but I've also been, I guess you could say, fine-tuning and educating myself because I want to be better and learn as much as I can so that I can share with you as much as I can when I come onto the airwaves. Now, I have to tell you that tonight's show is really interesting for me because it falls in line with some of the things that I've been trying to learn for myself over the past couple of months. Um, I am. I can um, tell you that it has been like really interesting. Some of the things that I've experienced, um, and very uh, educating, heartwarming. Um, there was one particular thing that I did this summer, which was something that I have to say was just. It was just to um, I get to be able to. Um, I wanted to share with you. I keep getting emails and texts um, in the middle of uh, my conversation, but let me put the phone down. However, I got involved with a program called I Can Do 26.2 Kids. And what it was, it was a six-week running program, and um, the kids learned about um, um, exercising, nutrition, yoga, um, what it what it's the running techniques, and they learned that they can do 26.2 miles, but over a six-week period. And I have to tell you, these these children were phenomenal. They came out. They ran their miles in the hot weather. Um, we offered them incentives as well. You know, they got popsicles and water. We didn't just have them out. They're just running for no reason without any kind of um, um, hydration available to them. And they proved that when given the opportunity to be able to do better and be better, they accept. Kids want people to show them that they care. They want people to show them that they love them, and they want them. They want to be respected. And 
what you get back in return fills your heart in so many ways that it's not it's not even funny. I had some of my friends join me in this endeavor, and they, too, felt the same way as they watched these kids go out there and do what they had to do, And which is great because um, much of my conversation with my friends and, and my, my companion revolves around talking about doing what you love and being who you need to be, and that is where um, our guest for this evening, if she calls in, is going to be able to um, explain. Her name is Allie Caldwell. I hope you can hear me. And Allie Caldwell, her name may be familiar to some of you because she was on The Voice and The Four. And she has a phenomenal voice, I have to tell you. Her voice is unbelievable, and I can understand why she's doing what she's doing. And you can see the love and the compassion and the passion that she has for what she does. And I remember watching her on The Voice, and I was just blown away by um, her story as well as her vocal ability. And she is doing what she she loves. And um, hopefully she'll be able to join us to tell her story because it is something amazing. But in the meantime, I can just tell you that, you know, she and um, Divinity Rocks, they're headed, they're um, doing a color art tour, and it's going to be touring in different locations, and it's going to be in Atlanta, Charlotte, Philadelphia, and Washington, D.C. And I really think that this is going to be a kind of like a really cool um, event and it is going to um, it's going to have a vocalist, and she, Roxy, Divinity Roxy, is a bass guitarist, so that should be phenomenal. Those two pairing together, awesome and amazing. So if you do get the opportunity to go, I would recommend that you do. She is accompanying Christine, Christina Aguilera on the Vegas residency and her international tour. And um, I have to tell you, it's really amazing. And I want to share something with all of you. You know, I try to use all these amazing things to try to help me um, execute the things that I do. Like, and it is so hard to juggle all of these balls sometimes. And it's a lot of fun at times, too. But the amazing part about it is it gets done and I have fun doing it. And that's what this is about enjoying what you do. However way you do it and loving what you do, that is what life is all about, being happy. Because there are a lot of miserable people. And, um, you know, there's a lot of sadness and there's a lot of darkness in the world. And we have been seeing a lot of that darkness the past couple of, I mean, it's just continuous. I can't even say over the past couple of weeks or past couple of months. It's just continuous. The darkness is, you know, just overwhelming everything and I, there has to be some way that we can put an end to a lot of all of this murder and killing and, and, and violence and, and craziness because it just keeps it's just rolling and spiraling out of control. Hopefully the adults who are in the powers and and, and the big positions can be able to kind of figure out how to make a change and make things better for us. But this is not that place and this is not what the show is about. And um, we're just going to keep moving and move forward. But 
you know, whether Allie Caldwell joins us or not, which I know she will, I would like to say that what she did was she had a regular job. And also her birthday is the same day as my sister. So I kind of understand, you know, her ability and, and, and how passionate she is about what she does because that's my sister's personality. So basically she had a regular job and she knew she had a talent and a gift and she knew that what she was doing on her regular job was not in line with what her journey and her destiny was and it wasn't allowing her to use her talent and her gifts to their proper in their proper manner. So she quit a job and she stepped out in faith. She stepped out and she started to pursue her goal and it has taken her oh my god it has t- taken her all over the world and you know we talk about it and we hear about it but we never really see it and um let me see i think that's her let me see joining us hello hello hi is this Allie? yes this is Allie. how are you I'm fine. I was just talking about you. Oh yeah, I hope all you and your yes, you and your phenomenal self, girl. You are amazing. Thank you. Thank you You're so much. Welcome. And I say that because you are my hero. When I grow up, I want to be like you. Oh. Uh, uh, oh wow. <laughs> you, I did watch you on The Voice, and I remembered your story, and I was like, oh, yes. And the other thing that um, I wanted to share with you is that you and my sister have the same birthday. So, Oh, really? Who's a cancer? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> tell me your sister. Hey, sister. Yes, yes. And I have to tell you, besides you guys have an amazing sense of humor, you are all very talented. I mean, extremely talented. And yeah, it's it's crazy. I know a lot of cancers. They're so amazing. Yes, but the thing that I want to start, you know, talk to you about is how did you just say enough is enough? I'm gonna do what God has blessed me to do. Oh, uh, well, that's it. That's an easy answer, you know, because it, it, it's an easy answer, but it wasn't that that easy to do. Because um, before I made the decision to, you know, not allow people's opinions and decisions to, you know, cloud my way of thinking or way of living, um, it was a little hard. Like the pressures of, you know, worrying about what everybody else thought about me or what they, how they thought my path should go for my future um it was rough you know those pressures they do hit us and we're human and um i'd be crazy to say if it if it doesn't you know hit us hard but once you stand firm who you are and you start to believe in yourself more Mm -hmm. than everybody else believes in you then it becomes very easy to just let all of the distractions and the outside opinions of what everyone is trying to you know, have for your future rather than you, you know, doing what you want for your future. So basically just, you know, just doing my own thing and, and blocking the noise, the outside noise, and just believing way more in myself. That's what really gave me that push to take those steps. 
Okay. Now, I mean, I have tons of questions because, like I said, you're my hero. (laughs) You're my hero. (laughs) And um, so I, um, like, what did you do before you were actively pursuing your career? Um, Well, before, of course, I was trying to chase the checks. Because, you know, mm-hmm. your time wasn't free and whatever, everything that I was trying to do cost money. So um, I had maybe like two or three jobs doing like, you know, working at the malls. Um, I was working at a, a adult daycare center, taking care of, um, you know, senior citizens, giving them their medicine, feeding them, changing them, taking care of them, going with them on trips, um, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. I went to school for a while, but... I just really didn't enjoy it. wasn't making me happy. So um, that didn't last long, and um, I just got another job instead. And, um, yeah, so I basically was just chasing the checks and stacking my money for the things that I really wanted to do, which was record music and um, get to certain locations that may have been far from my house. Like I was living in South Jersey and certain places that, um, I would go to that I wanted to perform that cost money to get to. They'll be like far in New York, so I was just you know working really hard to to, to get those things done and really just chasing checks. That's really what I was doing, stacking mm. my money. <laughs> okay, I understand because I my sister she also you know sang and I used to watch her do the same thing, and I just was in awe of you know what she did and how she did the things she did to be able to pay for the studio time and, and book her yeah. shows and stuff. And not cheap. <laughs> no, no. And, you know, we pitched in when we could. Um, but for the most part, you know, it, it's it's just, it's, and it was, it looked effortless for her because she loved what she was doing. And yeah. And that was the thing that, you know, that I'm looking at you and I, you know, I'm like, and I'm listening to your story and I'm like, it just looks like she just said, oh, I'm just going to be an amazing singer. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Yeah, I wish it was that easy. (laughs) I wish it was that easy. Yeah, it wasn't. And I also had to deal with the pressures of, you know, my mom and, you know, my mom is a minister and she's like a very heavy religious um, woman, I grew up, you know, Pentecostal church every Sunday, Tuesday, Friday night, you know, so me singing R&B music and staying out late at night um, and, mm-hmm. you know, going to studios that may have been very far, too far for me to come back home that same night, you know, just, and at that time it was just me and my mom living together, so I had to deal with the pressures of her, you know, not really liking some of those decisions and liking me not being home at a certain night. So, you know, it was it was a lot a lot of uh, you know, sacrifices and struggles and, and pressures that I had to go through just to get to where I am, you know, today, you know, that I'll never forget because, you know, those things you never forget. You never forget like where you started from and how it all happened. You know, those mm-hmm. memories never go away. Yes, I, I I I can imagine. And did you have any vocal training? You had to have vocal training 
for you to be no, able to see. No, that's the what? crazy thing. No, I've I've never, and I'll be honest with you, I've never, I've been watching my mother sing and play the piano ever since I was a baby. So as far as like me learning how to sing, I learned everything by ear. I, I learned how to dance by watching my mom and watching other people who dance. I learned everything by listening and watching. And then I finally got a chance to sit with a vocal coach when I um, when I when I made it through my voice audition and I got the four chair turn on the voice. Mm-hmm. After you know I made it through, then was when I first had the opportunity to sit with a vocal coach, and that was the first time ever that I had one. And for that short that short period of time, it was amazing to finally experience that. But before then, I've never had a vocal coach, never. That's crazy. No, that is crazy. So I owe I owe everything to my mom, like literally everything that I've learned as far as like a singer and um, wanting to perform and stuff like that. Um, just really watching my mom as I was growing up, and of course watching TV and music videos and all of my favorite artists. You know, studying them and watching them, and that's literally how I learned. Wow. I'm like, no way. (laughs) No way. Because I was listening to the To Be Loved, and I'm like, she can fill, I mean, just coming from out of my computer, you can fill up the room. Girl. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. No training. Wow, thank you. You're welcome. Wow. Yeah, no, if I, you know, to my I want a consistent vocal trainer you know somebody that can travel with me and um, you know when I go on tour be there with me on tour you know like I would love that because I'm pretty sure I don't know everything about my voice you know you can never know everything you know it's always something to learn so Mm -hmm. yeah I would love that oh yeah she what can he I mean he can probably help you keep the instrument warm but What's coming from you is coming from a whole nother place. <laughs> yeah, I literally, I'm, it's crazy. I, I thank my mom and I, I thank the Lord above for, you know, giving me this gift because I know it was nobody else but him upstairs that mm-hmm. gave me this gift. So I just do what I can to take care of it and cherish it. I don't take it for granted. You know? Wow. Oh my, oh my. That's all I can say is oh my. You <laughs> really I mean, it's it's amazing. I listened to I mean, that was one of my favorite songs um when I was growing oh, up. And I think you. Eddie Murphy did that song in um Coming to America. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah he so did that, that to come um, that movie is um that movie is one of my favorites and uh-huh. That song is one of my favorites. So I was really what? inspired by, you know, you know, showing my, my fans and my followers, you know, the type of music that inspires me as well as putting today's modern, you know, sound on it. So it really came out very successful. And the, move, the video that was shot, everything was just very um, successful. It was very exciting. Oh. That was, uh, um, like I said, I just listened to it, and I'm sitting here going, okay. 
Wow, I love your rendition of it also. Well, you know, Eddie Murphy's rendition of it was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, it doesn't count. It don't count. <laughs> yeah, that scene was so perfect. But you can tell that he loved that song because he was singing it uh-huh. to the top of his lungs. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. And, but your rendition of it is, is just really beautiful because you give it, um, how can I put it? You give it an upbeat flair to it. Yeah, I tried, you know? I tried to give it all a sound and modern day feel. You know, um, being that, you know, I'm from a whole nother era mm-hmm. since the original one came out, and I just wanted mm-hmm. to you know, put it out there to, you know, the people from my era that we can also be influenced by and inspired by, you know, songs that didn't come out in our, you know, in our time, but we still listen to them and we still love them and we can, you know, put our own little spin on it and it can still be successful to this day. So, yeah. Yes, that's good. Now, the um, I have so many questions. They're like running around in my head. Um, you know, I I want to play that, but I didn't download it. I have it on my computer, and oh, that's awesome. I was like, that's awesome. yeah, I was like, no, people need to hear this song. But I, I'll I'll take care of that. But what I wanted to ask you was, you know, what was it like stepping out there and really? giving it all to the world in those particular competitions, the, the boys and the four. What was that like for you? Um, to be honest, it was, um, and it may sound crazy, but it was a piece of cake for me because performing and, and singing is literally my love. So it's something that makes me happy. It's something mm-hmm. that I know I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. So, um, like, I don't get nervous. I don't get scared. I don't you know freeze up or anything. I'm I'm actually very much anxious and excited to hit the stage. Like I'm probably one of those people that would run out on the stage before they even say come into the stage. So I'm very <laughs> much like excited and mm-hmm. just ready to do what I know I was born to do. So um it wasn't hard for me at all. Um I think just seeing the people and hearing their their response and seeing their love and support, it just gives me more fuel to to want to kill it even more, you know. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's not it's never like a nervous thing for me, which I'm very thankful for. You know, it it just makes it a little bit more easy um, for me to to hear and see the love and support of you know the people mm-hmm. who um, out in the crowd. You know? Now, was it was okay? It's gonna. I'm gonna see if I can phrase this correctly. Was mm-hmm. the struggle that you experienced not doing what you love? Okay, what I mean is, did you find yourself struggling and unhappy when you were doing something not in the music industry, and? Oh, Do you yeah, find this this natural, you know, this naturalness because you are in, you're, you're walking in your journey, you're walking in your destiny, and that comes easily and effortlessly to you. But when you were not doing it, did you find that you were just 
it was like a struggle. It was like a grind that was not a, a pleasant one. Yeah, absolutely. Like when I was, you know, working on like when I was nothing. I have nothing against anyone who's, you know, hustling and and stacking mm-hmm. their money and working their nine to five. That's amazing. I'm all for it. But you know, me personally speaking, um, you know, when I was working my nine to five, I was miserable. I was very mm-hmm. much miserable because I would rather be, you know, doing something else that makes me happy, which is I'd rather be in a studio or I'd rather be performing or I'd rather be, you know, doing something that has something to do with the, with the actual gift that God gave me to utilize. And I felt like when I was doing those nine-to-five jobs, I wasn't utilizing my gift. I mean, mm-hmm. I do have a gift of loving people, um, you know, all, all types of people, old people, young people, middle-aged people, you know, so I do have a gift of connecting with people and um, giving them all the love that I have on the inside of me. So one of my jobs in health, you know, had something to do with that, but it still didn't make me feel full or whole, you know. So, of course, it, it was very hard. It was, like you said, it was a struggle to continue that, knowing that I had to do it for the sake of, you know, me keeping a roof over my head or me putting food mm-hmm. on my table or me being able to do what I really wanted to do, which was pay for the studio or perform at a certain place or get to where I needed to get to that was far away, you know, those things. So mm-hmm. um, it was a struggle, but it all was worth it in the end because, you know, had I would have never gone through those struggles, I would have never got to where I am, you know, right now today. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'll never forget it, but also grateful for them too at the same time. Now, with that being said, um, how did it feel traveling and touring the world, knowing that you are walking in your destiny? How did that feel? Well, it felt it felt amazing. It really felt like like sometimes even to this day, I have to pinch myself. Like I just came off a tour with Christina Aguilera, and mm-hmm. we did like a, a whole Europe tour with her and. I like just being in these different countries and on stage for her, you know, just in front of 30,000 people. Like, it's just sometimes I have to pinch my own self and be like, is this really my life right now? And, and then not just that, but while I'm on tour with her, I'm like feeling the deal of my own tour that's like right coming up in like a couple of weeks, you know, called the Cover mm-hmm. Art Tour. So, um, you know, I'm doing that with another artist, with a major artist. One of the biggest vocalists, you know, that I, that really inspires me, here I am on tour with her, also trying to close the deal with my own tour, and, um, you know, just things like that is, it really makes me so grateful, you know, sometimes I find myself crying to myself, like, wow, like, this is where all of the struggles and the hard work and all of the other stuff that I went through was for, for moments like this, you know, because I always mm-hmm. feel like when you go through something crazy or if, when you feel like it's about to be the end or you just can't take it no more, just all of the bad things that are happening that you can think of. When things like that happen, when the struggle gets real, real like that, then that means mm-hmm. something huge is, huge is about to happen for you. And literally, that's what it makes me think about. Like, you know, I think about all of the struggles in the late nights and the, and the, the stressing and all of that was all for a reason. Like, he was just building me up for moments like this and um you know it is really like surreal and um i really 
truly honestly believe it comes from all of the hard work and dedication that I've been putting into my craft and, and you know, not also, you know, putting my family first, too, as well, and just priorities and everything. And, and I think once God sees your heart and he knows what you want and he sees that you're doing so well with life in general, um, there's no way he's not going to bless you and, and make sure you come out on top. So uh, that's just kind of like how I look at it. And it's really crazy to me, but I'm so I'm grateful for that opportunity with Christina touring the world with her, and I'm so ready to for my own tour, um, which is like in a couple of weeks. So um, I'm very yes. excited about it. It's crazy. Now, tell us about the the color art tour. How did that come about, and, and where are you gonna be? Well, the cover the cover is called the cover art tour, um, where I'm gonna be doing some of my favorite covers that um, you know a lot of my fans love to hear me do covers because you know I love to take covers and make them my own. So um, I'm going to be doing some amazing covers as well as um, doing some of my new music that's going to be on my new album coming out soon. And this tour is me and Miss Divinity Rocks. Divinity Rocks um, used to be Beyonce's, uh, Beyonce's MD, musical director. She's a bass player, and she's amazing, an, an amazing mm-hmm. artist, an amazing talent. And um, we recently did a show together with, uh, uh, we, we did like a, a women's, empowerment uh, show together in New York and it was so amazing and um, that's where we met and you know we decided to do something together and here we are on a tour together the cover art tour and we're we'll get, we're going to be stopping it's the August 26th, 27th, 28th the 31st and September 10th and we're, we're going to be at um, we're going to be in uh, Washington D.C. we're going to be in Philly mm-hmm. We're going to be in Atlanta, Decatur, Decatur, Georgia. We're going to be in um, uh, uh, New York. Okay. Well, when you make it to Philly, when when will you be in Philly? Oh, in Charlotte. Also Charlotte, too, as well. Yes, I see Charlotte, Philly, Atlanta, D.C., and more. Absolutely. Uh, Yes. Yeah, so when you're in Philly, I need to know because that's a hot skip and a jump for me. Yes, of course. Yeah. We're definitely going to be in Philly. Philly is great. Tell you right now. Philly is August 31st. Oh, good. Ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Philly is August 31st, and it's at um, this place called The World Cafe Live. Oh, yeah. Yeah, know it well. Okay. Yeah, so um, I've never performed in Philly before, so this is my first time. I'm excited about that. So um, whoever's listening right now from Philly, make sure y'all get those tickets. If you follow me on Instagram, I have the link to the tickets in my bio on my page, and it's in my story. It's literally everywhere on my Facebook, on my website. Um, So, yeah, Philly, Atlanta. Charlotte, New York City, everybody that's, you know, that's listening right now, make sure you go get those tickets. All right, all right. Yes. You know, the one thing I loved about you when you were on The Voice was your um, your costume. 
Oh, yeah, that was my favorite yes, part. Too. I loved your hair, okay? Thank you. you. Yes, I was like, oh, my goodness. She, I, I didn't know what to expect each time that you came out, but you were fabulous each time. Thank you. I was very You're much welcome. into, like, I'm, I'm very much into fashion. I get that from my mom, too. Like, growing up watching her put on, you know, some of the flyest heels, this outfit, her nails are always done, hair is always done. She's always coordinating mm-hmm. from head to toe. So I learned that from my mom, and, and you know, I'm, I'm really much in tune and very much connected with it. Um, hi, how are you? Um, very much, you know, into how I look when I'm on the stage, and mm-hmm. I'm glad that I was able to, you know, uh, you know, have those conversations with the with the the wardrobe mm-hmm. people, and also Miley, my coach, Miley Cyrus, was my coach. Your song is popping up. I found it. There it is. You found it. Yes. Well, we just let them listen to it for you. Yeah, but um, I'm sorry. Miley was my coach at that time, and she was very much uh, into fashion. So it was really thanks to her that she, you know, helped me get all of those outfits custom made. So that was amazing. Yes. And I have to tell you, your voice is just amazing. Thank you so much. Someone who lives with you forever and ever and ever. Show you how I would just really say to you know believe in yourself first 
And I feel like once you believe in yourself, everything else will easily just fall in place. Because once you have that confidence within you, um, not just only as an artist, but as a human being, period, um, and it'd be so much easier to, you know, reach those particular goals without putting so much pressure on yourself. And um, I think mm-hmm. it's really, it's really, really important to have that belief within yourself, to have that push. And also consistency is everything um, when it comes to trying to be an artist or trying to, you know, accomplish all of these goals that we may have um, without consistency, you know, it it can it can't be done, you know. So that's very much mm-hmm. important to me as well. Um, yeah, and also you know just being the best you that you can be, you know, and not allowing the pressures of everyone else's uh, process and their career to, um, you know, be so hard on you, you know, like because every we we all have our own path and we all have our own destiny and reason for being on this planet. So once you, you know, realize that, you know, what's for you is for you, then, um, you know, it won't be such a, uh, you know, it won't be so hard to, you know, not allow to look at, you know, everybody else's life and think that, you know, yours is supposed to go that way. Um, It would be so much easier and you'll, you know, notice that what's for you is for you and your life is your life and, Mm -hmm. you know, you live it the way you live it. Yes, thank you, thank you for saying that because I say that to, you know, the listeners. Every opportunity that I get, follow your destiny. Don't yes. follow somebody else's because they got, they're on a different train, you know. Right, right. Yes, yes, yes indeed, indeed. Now, you know, it, I mean, it, it's really a pleasure having this conversation with you because you get to let us see what it's like to step out of what you're doing and step into your, your, I call it your glory, to step into your glory and to really bask in what has been given to you to do, to really see it. And, you know, it's just amazing because, you know, we talk about it, but very rarely do we honestly actually see it. And you're showing us what it looks like to walk in your glory. And I want to thank you because not everybody goes with it. A lot of people fight it, but you went with it. And thank you because you're giving us such amazing uh, music, which is a blessing to us. So I have to say thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Thank you for for listening, for loving it, for supporting. And, you know, I'm so thankful to everyone who believes in me and who's been, you know, supporting me and rocking with me for all of these years. And, you know, my my hardcore fans, I call them my alley cats. They all know who they are. Shout out to my alley cats. And, you mm-hmm. know, it's it's really it's really been a journey and I really feel like I'm like I'm just because I've been working so hard, like for so long, I feel like all of the success that's falling in my lap right now is just the beginning of it all, you know, so I'm very mm-hmm. excited for what's coming up next. I'm excited for tour, I'm excited for this album. Um, I'm excited for everything that's coming up, and I know I have a, a huge hardcore um, group of people that's behind me, you know, rooting for me. So um, I'm very grateful and excited and, and thankful for everyone, you know, even including you. Thank you for having me. You oh, know, this, this is my pleasure. It's my pleasure, yeah, my honor. It. Yes. So I 
I'm going to do my best and make sure I come out to your um, your intimate Here evening. Yes. yes, um, in Philly. I'm going to do my best to get there because I really would love to be able to see you in person because I've seen you on TV, so now it's time to see you live. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a totally, it's crazy because people have a conversation with me or they'll see me in person and have a conversation with me first before they actually see me perform live. And it's like two totally different people, you know, two totally different personalities. Once I hit the stage, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's showtime, and it's like a whole different beast comes out, you know. But when okay. I'm having a conversation and, you know, talking to people, it's like, oh, this is so sweet, you know. <laughs> so I'm excited for you to, you know, if you do come out, I'm very excited, and I'll make sure that, you know, we definitely give you a great show if you come out. Okay, great, great, great. So I'm going to let you go. I would love to have you back if you have the time and you want to share more with us because we want to do a whole thing of your music the next time you come on. And just, oh, awesome. just that would be great. Yes, yes. And, you know, I think that would be great for our listeners. And I have to say, I am a little starstruck because, like I said, I watched you on The Voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, Okay. Yes, and I, I'm just I'm just just so happy that you're doing this and and, and still not Thank working you. in a dentist's office. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm happy about that too. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. So, I mean, do you have any parting words to our listeners? Um. You know, just continue uh, being a light that we need in this world today. There's so much negativity going around. And, you know, that just that touch of positivity and, and great energy is so much needed. You never know who needs a smile or a hug or just good energy or uplifting words. So be that light. You know, continue mm-hmm. being that light. Continue being loving because we need so much love in the world. And, you know, continue chasing after your dreams and believe in yourself. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. You're uh, my pleasure, and I'm honored. To all of my amazing listeners, all of my listeners out there, we have just had an opportunity to get to know Ali Caldwell. And I have to tell you, I'm grateful for the opportunity. I also have to tell one of my um, listeners who is a devoted listener, Mr. Chice, and I hope you like the show because it was very nice. (laughs) And um, I want to tell all my listeners, as I always say, don't follow somebody else's dream. Follow your own. Their destiny is destined for them. They have their own journey to go on. And you got to take care of yourself. And that means that you got to eat right, drink a lot of water, exercise. All of those things are important for you to be able to maintain um, what you need to do in this world. And just always remember, you know, Dreams come true, and here we have a shining example, a very glorious example of what it's like to pursue your goals and dreams and watch them materialize. So, Ms. Ali Caldwell, please keep dreaming and keep giving us and showing us what your dreams look like. We are so grateful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. So have a good night to everybody. God bless. Be well. Yes, good night. Good night.